to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. Hi, I'm Shaw. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 43. Episode 43. I've recovered Jesus. I've recovered now. As it opposed was a, to last it was a, week. It was a rough week for Oliver. Yeah. I'm still not very well. Well, I feel fine, but the cold's still there. It was mainly a hangover last week, but no, come on, I was still <laughs> ill after yeah, it. Yeah, you weren't well, but the alcohol didn't help. Yeah. But I'm still I'm still sniffing and it's been two weeks now. So it's a lingerer. It's a lingering cold. Ginger, Ginger snaps. snaps. Weird one. It's I, a cult film. Yeah, I remember watching it. I, I, I've definitely watched it before. You have because you watched it with me. Um, it's okay. I don't really find werewolves very scary, and there wasn't. I, I'm guessing it was just because it was a fairly low budget, mm. and I'm sure I'll find out later on. Yes, you will. But it it didn't have much action in it. To, to me, the film just seemed like a subliminal message to, to girls making that transformation. That's what... That, transformation that, from girl yeah, to woman. Yeah, that's essentially what it's about, isn't it? It was about yeah, finding it, yourself. It, it and, is a metaphor. It's sort of like an It Follows sort of yeah, feel to it. Yeah, it, it was okay, though. It was still... I still enjoyed it. I liked it. It's a, it is a cult film, so it it's popular with the people that like it. Yeah. That's essential. And I like it. I'm one of those fans. I... I don't watch it every week, but I could probably watch it once a year and not get bored of it. Yeah. So, let's get on with it. It opens up with the uh, a random mother clearing leaves and a son in the sand pit. The son's playing and she's sort of not paying much attention, but she asks him what he's got because like it cuts to like clips of him and her and him and her. And then he's got like blood on his mouth. Yeah. And she's asking what he's playing with and it's a paw. Yeah. It's a dog paw. And then she goes and something has completely disemboweled their pet dog, Baxter. Yeah, something. There's too many dev, dead dogs in this film. <laughs> I but... know, when I forgot as well. And I was like, oh, God. As soon as, like, within the first two and a half minutes of this film, I was like, shit, Oliver's going to kill me. Well, luckily, you don't, you, I don't really think you see any any dog getting harmed. No, you see, well, like, you see, like, before and after, but you don't actually see any of it. So, I, yeah. it wasn't too bad. I'm glad, because as soon as I saw it, I did cringe a little bit. I was like, oh, but it is what it is we are then introduced to bridget and ginger who are two sisters fascinated by the macabre and death they seem to have a pact and the pact is out by 16 or dead in the scene but together forever so you know a bit, bit morbid the, the, bit. the thing is the, the the characters are very exaggerated in the sense where they're like these not depressed but very dark minded yeah. very numb to the world like they like to they like to feel like they're different it's like it's like what some teenagers can be like like oh <laughs> i don't i don't go with like typical society we yeah. like we fucking hate the world we hate everyone um which isn't uncommon for teenagers watched, to go through have you ever watched that video clip of and it it was taken in a vine as well so it might it'll have appeared on vine at some point but it was like, hi, I'm Raven, the Acid Beth, Princess of Darkness. And they start singing this Evanescence song. And there's a kid on the left of them who doesn't know the word. She's in the middle giving it rock all. And there's a girl called Tara as well. It reminds me of those two. It, And I did laugh when I watched it. But, yeah, they are typically the sort of alternative. We don't like anything mainstream. Yeah. We hang out by ourselves. And they are fascinated by death. It it's something that really interests them and it's proven when they're doing a project about and it's sort of like they're taking pictures of how many ways you can die and that's what the opening credits are and i quite liked that i thought it was a good opening yeah it was it, it was decent I, and i put i noted down is is that like disturbing or is it acts obviously the teacher don't take a liking to it <laughs> very rightly may i add if i saw that in my project i'd be like but then yeah. then is that art because that's subjective and to some it people is. like you even just said yourself you quite liked it it was it was good it's it was interesting it's an art piece essentially yeah but <laughs> it's just coming from like two from for a 15 year old and i can't remember how old ginger was 16, 16. 15 and 16. i'd imagine yeah it it's dead look at it as disturbing because it's different but yeah 
if I had a kid that came in with a project like that, I'd be like, yeah, go see a counsellor. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> it would be quite disturbing. The next scene we get is them playing hockey and Ginger's back's hurting and she's, as I say, it's once again this sort of alternative thing. They're standing and smoking a cigarette whilst the games are going on. Yeah, doing gym class, aren't they? Yeah, and... They, to be fair, they sort of bring this comment on, the, like, this whole situation on themselves with Trina because they sort of overhear the popular girl Trina talking and they're like, all right, how would how would she die? And um, Bridget and Ginger make up this whole fantasy about how she dies and one of her friends overhears it and tells Trina about it. And she kicks off quite rightly. So then uh, she pushes Bridget in the hockey game and... Bridget just goes into these dog guts. How did no one fucking see that dog? <laughs> they're, in, they're in the middle of an open playing field at a school and the only time anyone notices a dog is when she's pushed into it. So it must have only been a couple of feet away from him at any given point. It's pretty rank though. It is rank, yeah, but I just... Little things like that where I think... They expect us to just believe that that was there the whole time and no one picked up on it or no one seen it and thought, oh, we should probably move the fucking dog carcass. Yeah, fair play. I'll yeah. So they make a plan to kidnap Trina's dog in turn and make it look like he's been slaughtered, which, you know, just goes beyond the realms of sort of... It's kind of fucked up. You know, some some of us put bubbles into a fountain yep. in the middle of a park and some of us fake a dog's death and that's just how we're going to cope with that. So then they're back at the dinner table. So we meet the parents at this point and Ginger... Rubbing her back again? Is it rubbing her back? I'm trying to remember. Is it? Yeah, she's rubbing her back, and her mum's like, "Ginger, what's wrong with your back?" Yeah, and I love the mum. She makes me laugh. So yeah, the mum. The mum was a good character. She's I, cool. I, I kind of thought towards the end, like there was just a massive character change, which we'll get into later on. Yeah, I like it, and and it worked for the better. But she does. She loves the girl. She's fiercely protective over them, and but she's sort of obsessed with Ginger starting a period because. They're both quite late doing it, aren't they? And she's worried about them both. Yeah, the late bloomers. And so <laughs> she's asking Ginger these questions. And she's like, might? Maybe. <laughs> it, there's like an awkward silence. And she's like, could it be cramps? And she's like, oh, for fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> so it's kind of clear that the mum is very involved in their lives. But she later on, she's looking for a parenting book. And... It's sort of like she tries to she tries to let them know she's there, but sort of give them their own. It's very stereotypical about teenage girls who are boys, I suppose, whose parents just want the best for them and want to see yeah. them grow up. And the teenagers feel like we've all been there when you're that age and you feel they don't understand me, like you're embarrassing. That you feel patronised by parents, so you want to try and distance yourself and feel like I don't need your help. I'm your own person. Yeah, and it is the stereotype because Ginger's so fucking rude to her. Ginger's a fucking she's dick. She's horrible. She I don't is. like her in this film. She's she's not a nice character. But they plan to do the trick to Trina's dog that night. So they go out with this fake blood and guts and head towards the park. But just before they're about to, and it's very important that it's Ginger holding the blood, uh, the bag of blood and guts, because then there's like blood dripping down her legs, and yeah. she's like, "Oh, you got some on you." And then she, a period started, but that leads her to getting attacked by the werewolf because the werewolf can smell the blood. Yeah. And so she, this is brutal. This scene, did you not? I watched the film on YouTube, and it was fucking. Where did you watch it? On YouTube. I thought it was shit quality. I could barely make anything out. No, no, that's a that's not. You want like camp, camp blood quality, but hey, that's it, a sacred. Film. It, it was hard. It like the the brightness and stuff. It was kind of hard to see what was happening. But obviously, oh, I, I saw I saw it. that the wolf attacked her and stuff. Oh, I didn't mind. I watched the YouTube one as well, but. I didn't think it was that bad. But I was watching it on a very big screen. So I was watching it on my laptop, so it should have been all um, right. Unless we watched different versions. Maybe. That might have been it. But Ginger is very injured at this point and in shock. And she's so... But to be fair to her, she runs. Like, she absolutely pegs it with Bridget. Yeah. And they end up sort of... So she gets bitten and she also gets scratched. And then they run out and they sort of end up running into the middle of the road and the resident drug dealer, Sam, is driving by at just the right time and they only just make it, but the wolf's following them yeah. and gets smashed by the car and killed. And I like this. I like the idea that it's not a silver bullet that kills them. Yeah, you don't, it, you don't have to go by the books. Yeah, it's just... it's It's a car and it knocks it flying. So Ginger's really not very well and she's 
gets well Bridget's trying to call for her parents and then she sort of gets over it a little bit and she's like it's okay because she's like pressing on the scratches and she's like does that hurt and uh, Ginger says no it starts healing itself straight away itself yeah and so that's already suspicious it's like well how is it is but then I think that introduces a continuity error later on in the film which I'll get to when it gets to that point ah okay so she convinces Bridget not to call an ambulance and we also need to remember that when Bridget was beating the wolf, she managed to take a picture of it because she was whacking it with a Polaroid. Yeah. And he, she's trying to, like, uncrumple it and it is definitely 100% a werewolf. Yeah. Ginger at this point is already changing and she's sort of standing there at the aisle because she started a period as well, don't forget. So you've got... Throughout this film, it's the it's the question of she doesn't know whether it's her period symptoms or whether it's a transformation. A transformation. To be, to a wolf. So she's standing there and she's at an absolute agony at the tampon and pad aisle and whatever sanitary towels. That's it. Sanitary aisle. It. Hmm. Sanitary towels. Sanitary towels. Sanitary aisle. There <laughs> we go. And you know what? This is something I want to touch on here because Bridget's like you know it's. Maybe it's just cramps. And she's like, the word just and cramps do not go together. Yeah. And you know what? Absolutely true. She ends up smoking weed in a van with Jason and the, a group of his friends. Because Jason's at the till and is, she hands him the box of sanitary items. I don't yeah. know, particularly know what she got. But he's like, you know, the best thing for it is a toke. So she ends up in there. And then we get Sam introduced to Bridget. So Sam and Bridget are sort of... Ed- they're sort of both trying to work out, well, what is it that you know? Do you, you know, what was hit last night? Blah, 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 yeah. blah. And at this point, he gets really pissed off because they're all in the van without permission, I presume. Who leaves a van with weed unlocked? Yeah, the the, the drug dealer in this film, what, what's his name? Sam. Sam. It- for such an impor- important character, he just seems so far-fetched. Like, he's... Don't get me wrong, it's not like... It's not frustrating in the sense where I think it ruins a film, but I just feel like there's no depth to the character, but all of a sudden it becomes a massive part of the film. It And it, it's two... It's two very unlikely matchups, like Bridget and, and him. I know they're linked together by him hitting the wolf, but him instantly buying all the shit about the wolf and... Him being so accommodating, and when when at first it just seemed like a sketchy fucker who don't want yeah. to speak to anyone. Fact, like like I said, it, it's not like a major plot flaw, but I just think there could have been a bit more time before it was kind of like for me it was a dealer and Bridget and uh, Ginger, and then all of a sudden the team of Bridget and the dealer, and it's like there should have been a bit more maybe screen yeah. time of them to rough like rubbing up against each other and getting a bit closer and then that would have made more sense as to why there became this I this team to just, stop it. I, I don't even know if this happened in the film because it. I watched it a couple of days ago. But did she ever show him the picture of the wolf? I don't Because that would have made more sense. If she'd yeah. shown him the picture and been like... This is what I mean. I just think there could have been a bit more screen time on them two bonding or, or doing something together that made you think, oh, that's why those two are, are so at it together now. That's why they're fighting it together. As opposed to Sam just taking on all, all this shit about Bridget's sister and all this wolf stuff, and him not being like, yeah, whatever. Those kind of like, yeah, in in these types of films, there's normally a point where they kind of like, yeah, bullshit, and then there'll be a point where he realizes fucking hell, it ain't bullshit, and then he becomes part of it, mm. and it just seems like there wasn't in this. I feel like in the space of about thirty seconds, you've said more than you did the entire episode of Sweeney. I know, but I was a fucking ill man last week. I know you were ill. I know you were not feeling your best. But yeah, they they automatically seem to sort of understand each other, and it they become this sort of team. And then we're cut to the girls' bathroom where Ginger is bleeding very heavily. I'm not quite sure why, because she's bought sanitary products, so I'm not. I'm not 100% sure why that's still happening. And also, it's the, she's also sprouting hairs from the scratches yeah. as well. But heavy bleeding and, you know, hair appearing in weird places is puberty. This is what so, I mean, it's all a metaphor, isn't it? Yeah, for, they're for the sitting there sort of like, well, is it is it normal? And the nurse is telling them, because they end up going to the school nurse, and she's saying, you know, it's perfectly natural because they're the specific enough that it can be related to changing of a transformation of a 
you know, girl to a woman, but it could also be <laughs> transformed from a girl to a werewolf. Yeah. And so the nurse is obviously going to, because she says, you know, getting hair in weird places, heavy bleeding is a lot. And at this point as well, the mum is doing laundry and she notices that Ginger's underwear is bloody. And so now she knows. Yeah, that she's, she's, bu- she's buzzing. Period. Yeah, She's absolutely thrilled. And later on that night when they're at dinner, she's like, Ginger's favourite. And she's made her a favourite pudding. Yeah. But the, apparently this is, I, I, well, I don't actually know. Americans can answer me this one. Is it? Is it a big deal in America? Because whenever I see films and stuff about a girl starting a period, like they get a cake or, you know, they get treated. Mine was just like... I have not. Mum just launched a packet of tampons at me. That was literally it. You watch a lot more films than I do. And I was so grateful. I'd say no, (laughs) I don't think it's a big thing in America. I think it's just Hollywood. How it's done in movies. But it was quite funny. And then this... So whenever... This is a fun fact that's not a fun fact but i'm gonna stick it in there anyway this is the main part of the film that people remember more than anything else and it's ginger's walk down the hallway so ginger's sort of standing there at the beginning of the hallway and then she does this absolutely rock chick cool walk down yeah. and everybody's looking at her and you can see her starting to gain that confidence yeah. and feel you know she's because she's transformed into this woman yeah bridget's obviously not happy about all this because she's seeing her sister trans because it was these they, they had the suicide pact at the start these yeah. depressed like there wasn't asked about any other people they didn't want to communicate with anyone else but now you get the sense where ginger's coming into this confident like popular girl who lads are starting to look at girls are starting to look at so it's, it's important to know that Bridget, at this point, like starts to see her changing and starts to get worried. Yeah. Not not worried as in changing as in she's changing into a fucking wolf, but why is, why is all of a sudden she, she care about what other so people think and stuff like that? And she is, she's acting very differently. So that it's not just that walk and like liking all the eyes on her, but she's also started going out with Jason. And so they're like full on making out on the football field. And she's... We also see that she's uh, growing a tail as well, which makes me cringe. Yeah, it's fucking awkward, isn't it? It's weird to look at. Brid- doesn't Bridget, like... Tape it to a leg. Tape it to a leg later, but beforehand, it's you can just sort of see it, like, poking out of a lower spine because Bridget, like, turns the light on when Ginger's asleep and, like, sort of... Oh, yeah, she sees it, yeah. it. But it makes my back hurt, <laughs> that whole scene. God, that's such an inconvenience. It would be one. When I think about turning into a werewolf, I don't think about having a tail. Can you imagine how inconvenient a tail is? I don't know. I suppose for a human, probably, yeah. But I'd say for most other animals, it's actually quite quite important. How so? I don't know. I just I just think it's like... How does a tail affect them? I think... Do, do they not I'm use it, do, do they not use it to know. balance? I don't know. I know they use whiskers to balance. I thought they used tails to balance. Kangaroos' uh, tails are important for them. That's what they use. I'm sure that's what they use to wade in jumping. Is it? Mm. Oh. Strong as fuck tails. What about other tails? Crocodiles. They use oh, it yeah, to swim. swim. Yeah. So to us, it'd be quite inconvenient because we don't actually need one. But some animals, I think, would miss what it. What would you do if you woke up in the morning and you thought you had a tail? Like, you, you saw, in fact, not even you thought you had a tail. You, you were sprouting a tail. Like, what would you do? Go to the doctor's. Would you? Yeah. Would you not? Would you not be embarrassed? Probably, but I'd also want to fucking fight, figure out why I've got a tail and get rid of it. So you, so you, just, <laughs> so you just live with a tail for the rest of your life, try and hide it. Yeah, can you imagine having to cut like stuff, like cut you a hole like your clothes because you have to put your tail through? Or maybe you're just ahead of the curve and you're the first person to start to adapt uh, and have a tail. Uh, it evolve. Evolving, Evolving. fucking hell. Evoluting. <laughs> Evoluting. <laughs> what about... Uh, a tail's a bone, though, right? Yeah. So that... Yeah, no, it's inconvenient. Well, didn't we used to have one also? That's why I've got a coccyx. Is it? Like, well, so... yeah, if we, evo- if we were going with Darwin's theory of evolution, apes have tails. Do they? No, they don't. No, That's monkeys. apes do not have tails. Chimps have tails. Chimps have tails, Chimps yeah. have tails. Yeah, but it's like a chimp, not an ape. They're in the same family, I think. We, I might be completely inaccurate here, but. But, but if, yeah, if the, we're going the, with Darwin's the, theory of evolution, then somebody have to have coccyx a tail. Is, I'm sure like a coccyx is like a reminiscent of a tail, like. Holy shit. Like absolutely millions of years down the line. There's got to be somebody who's like a paleontologist or 
an archaeologist listening to this right now going, you fucking pair of idiots, you have no idea. Well, nothing's ever accurate on this podcast, is it? So it's <laughs> Very like, true. Yeah. We're lucky we can get the names right in the opening, to be fair. So let's move on from there. So Bridget, even though, because Ginger's been a bit of a twat to her, in fact, she is being a full-on twat to her. There's not even a bit of it involved. She still tries to protect Ginger by... When she goes to Sam, she says that it was her that was bitten. So she tries to make out that it wasn't Ginger at all that was bitten. It was her. And yeah. she talks about, you know, different things that she's been through, but actually Ginger's been through. Which is just to protect Ginger, I'd imagine. Yeah. I mean, it's it's got nothing to do with her. Like, she can't... The only thing she's going to do is... It's not going to benefit her in any yeah. way, is it? So Ginger and Jason are also making out in the car at that point and she pretty much attacks him. Mm. She then comes to Bridget and runs to the toilet and when Bridget comes in, there's blood everywhere. Yeah. And she she's throwing up. She's really not looking very well. Bridget automatically assumes she's killed Jason. And she's sort of like, no, but when I came in, the dog wouldn't stop barking. And she ended up killing killing Norman. I know. She killed Norman the dog. Fuck Ginger. I mean, she couldn't help it at that point. She did boot a dog, though. Yeah. Before That's that. what I mean. Fuck Ginger. She absolutely wellied it. But that that's not her as well. I would imagine not. <sighs> I don't think she'd have booted the dog. I don't know. I think she was a bitch the whole way through it. I like Bridget, but I didn't like Ginger. See, I don't like Bridget. I think Ginger's very fierce. I'm not too keen on Bridget. But potato, potato. Let's move on then. So then afterwards, they try to stop Ginger turning by giving her a belly button piercing because it's made of stainless steel. So the you know, the, the formula is if they can get some stainless steel inside her, then it'll push back the yeah. werewolf. And when... Bridget is piercing her. She, like, she she goes full on wolf on her. Like, this is what I don't understand. How did nobody notice a teacher? Yeah, thing? this this is what I mean. It's things like that in the film that. But I Everything think because it's, it's a cult film and it went like a major big film. That's that's the thing about cult film. You, you you accept these things that if it was like a major picture, you'd probably think, come on, at least have the fucking decency to. But yeah. in cult films, it's it's different, isn't it? Everything else I can sort of understand, but like at a mm. certain point, <laughs> you're giving me a look. Are we are we at that point or no? No, it's not till the end. Okay. So even though she goes full on wolf, it doesn't really seem to do much. But we do learn that Ginger didn't use protection when she had sex with Jason, and that comes really important a little bit later on. So then we've got the second gym class. Bridget is. taping Ginger's tail to her body and then Jason comes in and he's an absolute mess after Ginger's through with him so he goes over to his friends and he's got like cuts on his face and gashes he's really not doing well. He's bleeding from the genitals Yep, he's bleeding from the genitals and then sort of runs off embarrassed. At this point as well, Trina makes a comment about Ginger and then pushes Bridget over and then Ginger loses a shit yeah, and flies for her. And her. this is the difference because in the first because in the first gym class she says, you know, give me one shot and I'll do it. And she, but she sort of all talk is Ginger at that point, but beforehand she, but sorry, but in the second class she's violent and yeah, she, she goes for she her. goes for her. And she doesn't really care either afterwards. So Ginger and Bridget then go to see Sam and it we find out that monkshood seems to be the answer, but it only blooms in the spring. It's just very fortunate that Sam's a herbologist as this, well. This is what I mean. It's it's like a you Does stand, he run like a garden centre? I don't stand, really understand. I think I think he does his growing his green in a greenhouse or something just to try and because obviously cover that the fact that, that, that will cover the fact that he's got to grow, yeah. But yeah, the just how like you you your subpar like teenage drug dealer is also a fucking expert on mm. all things growing. Like it, it's just it's a court form, so you can get away with it. But <laughs> it's, there's just not much character depth. And I don't. I think Bridget's got quite a lot of character depth, and Ginger's got a bit. But I think any, anyone else in the film is just there purely for names. Mm. 
do you, do you, what you think that like the dealer and that's got decent character depth to him? Like, I you, like it. I I I like the film. Yeah, because so. yeah, but it's I'm saying like you got to look at it from a neutral point of view. Like we don't know anything about the dealer, but he's suddenly an expert on like growing stuff. Like I mean, it makes sense though. The mum the mum's okay. The mum's got a little bit there, but even then, it's 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 still very stereotypical. Yeah, I mean, but if you read, there's there's quite a few bits that do have some decent character development as well in it. And we'll come to that in a second. Yeah. So after Bridget's quite sorry, not Bridget. I get really confused between Ginger and Bridget. Ginger is quite cocky towards Sam. She's quite rude. She's quite abrupt, and it it's just she's just awkward around him. Like because Bridget doesn't want to tell Ginger off at the same time, but she's also sort of embarrassed because I don't know whether there's sort of maybe a relationship blooming with Sam or whether it's just friendship or mutual respect. But I like Sam at this point because he twigs, but he doesn't say anything. He yeah, twigs he, know, he knows that, that it's not. The yeah, the, yeah that Ginger's got, the one. Yeah, she's the one with the werewolf. Now, next we've got uh, Ginger shaving her legs. Bless her. That was me after the pandemic. <laughs> after the first pandemic was over. I, I can relate to that. And then Trina ends up confronting Bridget and Ginger outside their house and Ginger drags her in. Now, this is where I like the character development because you actually get to see quite a bit from Trina before she cops it. Now, she says to him, you know, I saw you talking to Sam. He's a cherry picker or something like that. And it's the idea he only goes with virgins. And she's like, somebody should not give him the satisfaction for once. And so there's... There's a little bit of character development there from it, especially because at the beginning, Trina was trying to talk to Sam like really eagerly and she was standing by the van and he just completely ignored her. And it is sort of the idea of, okay, she was fucked around. And whether she's gone down there... Well, she's gone down there because the dog's missing. We never actually find out what happened to that dog either. But then we also get a bit of like, well, sympathy from her. She's... I feel a bit bad for her. I don't think she was like the outright school bitch. Mm, maybe a little bit. Because from from all I've got from Ginger and Bridget, they started it. They were the ones who made comments about her and she wasn't talking about them and she overheard them. So they sort of started that. I think she deserved it. Do you? Yeah. I don't. Why? Give me reasons. She was just a bitch. I just... Why? Just the way she looked at people, and like I know maybe if if I got to knew her, but I don't know. She's a character, and from what I saw on screen, she was a bitch. She she fucking she she physically assaulted Bridget. Yeah, but she physically assaulted Bridget because of what Bridget had said about her. She called her a cum slot. No, you cum bucket. That's how she was gonna die. Yeah, but or something. Yeah, but you get like you see from the way that she was looking when. Like she instantly had a disliking for Bridget as soon as she saw him, him and Sam, her and Sam speaking. Yeah, but that the whole insulting thing came before Bridget and Sam were talking. I just didn't like the character. Yeah, very judgmental, all of her. That's what I'm here for. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm entitled. To... We're, here for, we're here for a good time, not a long time. Exactly, I'm entitled to judge. Okay, but anyway, I don't think she deserves this. So Ginger ends up bringing her, like dragging her inside the house, and she's so scared she ends up throwing up in Ginger's hand. And bless her, she's not very well anyway because she looks like she's got some sort of concussion. She's got a plaster over her head that's bleeding, and when she's trying to scream and get away, it's Ginger's smacking her head. Fucking bitch. Yeah, that's what I mean. Ginger's a cunt, and I, maybe it might be. Oh yeah, but she's been taken out. I don't mean she want a dickhead. Like I'm, 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 I'm just judging. I'm not. just judging on what the character saw, and I didn't like her. But then. She ends up getting away, so Trina ends up getting away sort of because she throws up in her hand and she leans on the sink. She then grabs a knife and she's like, get away. Like, Trina's doing it right. She's just been kidnapped and she just wants to get out. But then she slips on milk that was spilled earlier and, oh, God, this bit makes me want to throw up. Really? Yeah. No. Anything quick. Some of the fucking films that we watch and they're whacking around in the corner. stuff like that. Anything, anything quick like that that you can hear. I don't know whether it's the head that triggers me. I, it, I don't know it what it is. It was tame for me. I, I don't mind. Bit of a whack on the head and that's it gone. No, I hate it. There's some. There's one in Final Destination that has something like that. 
I can't remember. It's but been a long time when, since I watched them. Um, oh God, Final Destination would be a good one. I'm not doing Final um, Destination. I'm not offering. I'm just saying right. it'd be a good one. But when the teacher is in the house in the kitchen and the mug explodes or something shatters and the shard of the mug goes straight into a neck. Oh yeah. Anything like that just completely freaks me out. But anyway, she Trina is now dead and the car pulls in and it's Ginger and Bridget's parents. So they've got a very quick amount of time to sort of get Trina's body away. So they end up dragging Trina's body into the freezer. The mum comes in and she's all you see is a pitch like a, a clip of the mum's face like <gasps> but then Ginger's laid on the floor and G- and Bridget's taking a photo of her. Smart cover up, I'll give him that. It is a smart cover up. And because they're well renowned for it, because of that art project. Yeah. They don't they don't bat an eyelid at They it. don't bat an eyelid. And Ginger licks her fingers as well and she's like, It's corn syrup, do you want some? And which is fucked up because you know that's... That is her actual that, blood. But she is a werewolf at this point. Yeah. So, well, she's not, but she's got a bloodlust. So, she's, you know, she it's not so bad for her. So then the... This makes me laugh, this scene. So when the mum goes and takes something into the freezer, she opens the freezer and you can just see <laughs> Trina buried in yeah. it. And then Bridget runs after her and she's like, Mum, what do boys want? Yeah. <laughs> and the mum's like, I'm glad you asked. Just took, took a bullet, didn't she? Yeah, she knew and she had Bridget to say something. Has to sit there while her mum's talking about it. And Ginger's just sitting there trying not to piss herself laughing. And they end up being able to get away. So they're because this must be a super fucking freezer because Trina's like completely frozen over by yeah. the time they get back downstairs. So they have to pick her from the ice, but Bridget accidentally breaks her fingers off while she's at it. And they have to sort of leave. Now, what we work out later is that she drops the fingers and the mum sees them, but that doesn't happen until a little bit later. So the plan is to stop Ginger going out until they can run away. So they're going to... um, They they end up going to Sam because the mum bought Monk's Hood from a craft store. It was like dry Monk's Hood. And so they think, yeah, this is working really well. But when Bridget gets back... Ginger's trying to cut her own tail off and I feel really upset. Like, I do feel a bit bad for her at that point. Like... God, I don't. Do you know? No, no. Yeah, but she's... We, she's killing we, dogs. I couldn't give a fuck what happened to yeah, but her. but she can't help it. Don't, don't matter. Don't matter to me. Yeah, but she can't help it. She gloats about it. She gloats about the stuff she does. She don't feel bad about the stuff she does. Yeah, but that's... She don't, she don't feel bad for... I know, but I'm, even, I'm not judging her based on, oh, well, maybe... In the past five years of her life that we don't see on film, she was actually a fine person. I'm just judging on what on the actions that she's doing. And okay, maybe she, maybe she, she definitely can help it. Like she definitely can help the way she was teasing that whatever her name was, the the cheerleader girl. Trina. She definitely could help the way she was treating Trina. Like she was enjoying what she was doing. Like it's not like in other films where they can, they feel like they have to. The, the bodies just don't let them, but they, they still don't enjoy it. They know consciously what they're doing is wrong, but the urges in the body just make them want to do it. She's loving it. She enjoys. She's in, she she enjoys oh, see, the part of time, isn't it? I think that's the animal instinct coming in because, and only because I can see why you think that. But when she's when she's killed Norman the dog, she's genuinely upset. That's a dog like me, and that that, that was earlier on. But even you, you can't say with Trina, she's not loving every second of it, tormenting her. No, she is, but I think that's the werewolf. Like, no, I, that's no, the werewolf I, I, no, 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 no. When you go into a werewolf transformation, like when when she is fully a werewolf later on, she there's no tormenting her or anything. She's just a, a pure animal. Yes, there is. What What do you mean? Yes, there is. Of course, there is. She ends up tormenting Bridget with Sam. That's why she don't kill him straight away. No, she's seeing if Bridget is gonna be a part of of her. Like, can she leaves him for Bridget to see? Like, eat, like eat him. You become yeah, one of but me. But she's that, still, but, she's but that, still but she's not, she's not gloating and like fucking stroking his face and well, doing yeah, all this. She's a werewolf at that point. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, so, but she's so, halfway there. No, I'm not. It's bullshit. She's, no, in, she's, 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 enjoying no, no. she's enjoying what yeah, she's doing. She's enjoying what she's doing. Because the animal's taking no, over. No, her. the animal, the animalistic instinct is I need to do this to survive, not. I'm going to take the 
pissed and I'm gonna I'm gonna no, tease she's them. That, that, it. She's in she can't help the animal instinct of wanting to kill, but she can help the way in which she does it, and she's enjoying how she's doing no, it. It's playing with she doesn't food she doesn't feel exactly she doesn't and that's not an animalistic instinct, yes, is it? It is. Oh my god, if you just seen Bibbs playing with that fucking mouse no, in my not, room at three that is not in the an, an animalistic instinct is not to piss around with stuff. Uh, an animal that is that is so incorrect. An animalistic instinct is Prey, I need to kill it, I need to eat no, it. That's not what just, the no, werewolf no, 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 that no. attacks him earlier in the film doesn't fuck around with him, does yeah, it? It goes for the kill. Yeah, but she's already there. She's, it's already a full-on werewolf. It's she... Exactly. Right, so you're saying when you're a full-on werewolf, your animalistic instinct is just to kill and eat. When you're a full-on werewolf, yes. Yes. So if she's not there, the other half of her is still yeah, human instinct. No, so the human Oliver, instinct of no, it is to play around. Changing. Think about it. When Trina first kicked off and first pushed Bridget into those guts... Ginger didn't do fuck all. She was all mouth. Because she didn't have the confidence. That's, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, well, that's what the change is doing to yeah, her. What, what, so you're saying she can't help the fact that she's... No! Quite, that is it's bullshit. It's changing her. I disagree. I think that's bullshit. No, you're bullshit. No, that's bullshit. No, you're bullshit. <laughs> I think people will agree with me on this, that she knows what she's no, doing there. So you think she can't help that she's winding Tr- Trish up or whatever her name is and no, wants to kill her? No, I'm not saying... She, right, I'm not saying she can't help it. I do think she can help it, but I don't think her body is letting her. I think she is no, enjoying I disagree, it because it's I disagree. altering I think, I think she... I think the the confidence that she's gained from being this person makes her think that fuck it, I'm gonna I'm I'm going to consciously make the effort to wind her up and torment her before she's about to kill her. That's not an animalistic instinct. That's just someone being the way they are. Yeah, but I think the where the what whatever's happening, the werewolf saliva, whatever the hell it is, then actually turns her. I think that's altering her frame of mind. No, I think it's just giving the confidence that she's always lacked. But that's not that's not the werewolf that's her thinking fuck it that's in her own mind that's nothing to do with becoming a werewolf no i think it is i don't think i don't think she'll have done that i think i think it changed it but we will agree to disagree now that we've raged at one another <laughs> i can't believe you think that way i thought i thought you'd be more just more open to the idea that especially you just, i just think you'd have thought <laughs> jesus i don't know I just, I just i just i just think that you attack. think you are you can people should be held accountable for their actions but you think no, oh she do. can't help it because she's becoming no, a werewolf I've, I've which, never is, said which she, is not right i've never said she can't be accountable but you <coughs> so you can yeah but you cannot now possibly say that if she'd not have been aware turned into a werewolf or she'd not been bitten or scratched she would have behaved that way with trina that that doesn't matter that doesn't make her any less of a that doesn't make that doesn't give her the excuse of oh fair enough to become a werewolf if i won the lottery and became a billionaire and start and just left you all and started treating you like shit and pretend i didn't know you you'd be like oh well to be fair he's got money now so it's that it, it, we can't help I've it because he's got money right yeah yeah but you're, you're but you're saying if if you're what you're saying is that it's because of the werewolf that she's acting that way. When it's not like no, that, it's altered her. It's yeah, but it's still her choice to be making them decisions, and she's still enjoying the fact that she's tormenting. No, I, th- I think it's changed who she is, and that that isn't her decision. But that's still it is her decision to torment no, her. Not, yes, no, it is. It's not if it's changed her perception of who she is. But then if I won, why the, are we still arguing? But then if I if, if, if I won, if I won the lottery and said fuck all you and never spoke to you again and just abandoned you, didn't give yeah, you any but money. That's a physical change. It's not a chemical. change. It doesn't matter. It's still. It, I'm yes, still I'm still making that decision. The chem- oh my so, you're, God. so you're telling me when you become a werewolf, you love to fucking wind people up and want to kill them. You don't. You just think, right, I need to kill, no, I need no, to no, eat. No, she never turned into a werewolf. But, that's, but why don't you do it later on in the film then? Why aren't you, why aren't you tapping him on the head? Why, it's why, why, no, she just... it's when she's a full-on werewolf. Right, it's bollocks, No, listen, it's no, bollocks. listen. Why, no, listen. She wouldn't, before she turns into full-on wolf, she ends up seducing Sam. Yeah. And that's teasing it. That's tormenting her food. That's tormenting Bridget. It's that's not tormenting the food because she doesn't kill him. Well, she does. No, she... No, she... What? She kills him? Sam... She kills Sam at the end. Yeah, yeah, right at the end. But when she has sex with him, she doesn't kill him, does she? She doesn't have, she doesn't have sex with him. A. B. No, she doesn't because he gets in the way. And Bridget... Oh, not Sam. I'm, I'm on about the fucking other lad. Oh, I'm no, on, no, oh, no, I was no. on about... I was on about him. No, 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 no. Yeah, but she... That bit I don't know. That I think because you love the film and love the character, you're trying to you're you're putting a blind eye over it because you think, oh, like I really like the film. But she is a dickhead, whether you like it or not. The only reason is she's someone can be a dickhead, but just haven't been given a chance to show how much of a dickhead they are. Same as when people become rich, they might seem fine when when they're a normal person, but once they're given that chance, where they've been given that confidence, think actually I'll do what I fucking want then the true colours show a true colours show when she when she starts to take over and she gets confidence no I think the confidence is 
what makes her do that. That's nothing to do with being a werewolf. No, it's a chemical change from the werewolf's bite. That's I, di- I disagree. My... That's what changes into a werewolf. That doesn't mean she has to torment and slap yeah, people. Yeah, but she and... loses hu- humanity, and that is the point. No, she doesn't lose humanity at this point. No, not at this point. It, no, but it's not a gradual thing. Yes, she is. She's losing. It's not a gradual time. thing. The it, whole no, the whole film a is a gradual thing. thing. Yeah, exactly. So at this point, she's still got that human decision in her mind to make a conscious yeah, but effort. She doesn't. She's, she's she's no. She is more prone to go that way. I'm not saying that she's. And I'm, I'm what my argument is not. Well, she's a werewolf. She can't help it. My argument is she is turning into an altered state, and so she is thinking that way. That's not her fault. Like she, she's a. I'm not saying she's not a dick. Yeah, but yeah, but then you look. Is. You look at how what what was the other guy's name? Who she she slept with J- Jason. 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 When he transforms, he's not walking around being a cocky cunt. He's at, he's looking for help. He's like, I don't know what to do. Like. I'm, I've I've been killing dogs blah blah blah. She fucking loves it. She's she's embracing it. She's wanted something like that. She she just need that confident boost to show her true colours, which is being a dickhead. No, I disagree. And it, you know he is he is behaving like a dickhead. He does behave like a dickhead. He he he, he wants to know what's happened. He's not pleading for help. He wants to know what happened, and that's why he corners Bridget in the janitor's closet. But then he tries to attack that little kid, and then tries to go for Bridget, and he's not fully changed then. Yeah, but that that's the animalistic instinct, and and that you cannot tell me that an animalistic in- instinct is to start slapping your parent. You don't see tags in the fucking right, jungle so why, slapping why the reds and going, "Hey, look to, at you, you dickhead." Why would he have said to Bridget then, "Come to daddy"? That's not tormenting. That's not teasing. Exactly. That's a confidence boost. That, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, but that's come from the werewolf chain. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't mean that 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 doesn't mean that she hasn't embraced that and said, "Yeah, I'm just. I don't give a fuck." Yeah, she, but you're no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I. I said you right, said it was an animalistic instinct to yeah, play but, with your food when it's absolutely no, not. I mean, when she's walk, I. I and we can rewind it when I said it. When she walks down that corridor, she likes the feeling of the confidence. She she appreciates it. That doesn't make her a killer like that, a tormentor like that. It's the it's the werewolf state that has helped that. And she, if no, she the, has the, not the, been a werewolf, the werewolf it might not have state. Never the werewolf state makes her feel the need to kill and and I don't I don't even know if were, if it's in like the werewolf bible that you meant to eat your victims or whatever. But it, it that that gives her the instinct to attack. It doesn't make her like if if it was purely a werewolf instinct, it's attack and kill. That's it. It's not. It, she's enjoying how what's yeah, happening. Yeah, but she's losing a humanity. I, not... I agree, she's losing humanity. But you're telling me that there's no conscious decisions throughout what she does, and she's not enjoying the fact that, that this is what's happening. And that you're saying that it's in, it's it. She's losing her humanity, but she still has humanity. There's, yeah, there's no, no but, remorse in anything she does. But because at all. she's dull in that, no, there isn't. I'm not saying there is. She doesn't show remorse. She doesn't show remorse for Trina. I'm not saying that she does. But I can, I, I would, I can't confidently say it because we, I haven't seen the film that way. But. If Ginger had not been bitten by that werewolf, we cannot say that she would have dragged Trina in there and started smacking her head and things like that. The werewolf state has done that. No, the werewolf state has given her the confidence to think that... She's given her the confidence to be to think, I, I, fuck it, I can do that stuff. But she still has to make that decision in her mind whether she wants to do that. No, that's a loss of humanity. It's not. It's a conscious decision no, what she's doing. Not. It is. It's not. It is. It's not. Right, let's move on. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a very frosty podcast for the next 10 minutes. Anyway, so Bridget ends up locking Ginger in the bathroom and takes the monk's hood to Sam. Sam is aware it's for Ginger and not Bridget and makes it very well known that it's for Ginger and not for Bridget. And But when Ginger get, oh, sorry, when Bridget gets back, Ginger's already gone. She's managed to break out of the place. At this point, Jason's trying to kill a kid. And Bridget ends up injecting him. So she was supposed to use the monk's hood that she'd been given from Sam for Ginger. Which is clever. Yeah. But I don't know if Bridget would have that in it because she might... I, she's, she seems like quite a... a she's a she's a pussy, basically. I, I think she's she, a meek she portrays yeah. She portrays it. She's this... I don't give a shit about that. But when push comes to shove, she, she's, she's scared. She's in Ginger's shadow. Do. So for her to... I don't know. I just think that... That seems quite out of character to think, right, I'm going to... F-. But no, actually, I'll take that back because it was a life-threatening situation. I feel like she was pushed to do it. Yeah. But then essentially, like, the, Sam told her that this, this could kill someone. We don't know what it would do. So for her to just be like, oh, I'll try it in him first. But then he, he put her in a position where she didn't have much choice. But also as well, I, I think he should have done it anyway because she, it's sort of like a light bulb moment because she would rather use it on him 
then use it on ginger straight away because then at least it's sort of like a guinea pig. I know, but th- th- that's what I think was would have been a bit out of character if she wasn't pushed to the point where she mm-hmm. had to do it because yeah, I think essentially you, you, she's taking the risk of killing someone, which is she's so against throughout the whole, whole film. Yeah. When when ginger's going on the rampages. But it does work and it does change Jason back. Questionable about the time it takes to change him back. I'm not quite sure it would have been that quick, but it does change him back anyway and he's sort of like, oh, I've got to get to class and ends up sort of running off by this time ginger's killed the guidance counselor she's and then the mum and dad find the fingers she tells uh, the dad that they're fake but she's not sure and later on she how she manages to realize that they've buried her under the like shed bit i'm not quite sure but we'll go with it did they bury under the shed yeah they buried her in it was like it was like in a little cabin and like underneath she started digging up but she finds out that Indeed, Trina is dead and that they are buried under... She is buried under the shed thing. Ginger also kills the janitor and she sort of turns on Bridget at this point and makes a plan to go to Sam's party. And this is sort of where the the finale starts. It's not... It, it takes place in two sections, the finale. So the mum finds Trina and ends up picking Bridget up. They go to the party to find Ginger, and but Ginger's already going after Sam. And at this point, like, Ginger is probably 0.2% off becoming a full-on werewolf. And she looks the part as well. But luckily, she it's fortunately Halloween. So she gets away with it. Yeah. But, the, oh God, the way she looks is just... It's good. It's it's good makeup and good prosthetics. It's uh, it's nicely done. But it's when she's coming on to Sam and like, the teats are there. And... I don't know why Sam goes ahead with this, knowing full well what... Like, I don't know why the fuck Sam ain't freaking out and just getting her out or something. Like, he's... He's I quite... think it's the lust. I think, I, I mean, I, I just, I just think it's a poor part of the story. Yeah. Like the fact that he accepts that because he knows full well that it's her that's become the werewolf. So he'd avoid her at all fucking costs, not I, let her fucking go down on him. I think it's sort of the, the allure of the seduction of the unknown sort of thing. But it is, I agree, it's a weak part of the film and. If he knew that she was a werewolf, he wouldn't be. Yeah, there. he'd go nowhere fucking near with a barge pole, especially knowing that Ginger doesn't really like him anyway. So, I think Ginger goes there purely not to kill him, but to fucking piss off Bridget. Yeah, by, it's by valid, sleeping definitely. with him. But I just think that Sam, especially throughout the film, it shows how switched on he is, and how I was actually quite yeah, a smart and com- kid. And it then completely changes him. Yeah, but he does push her off. In Maybe the it's end. just to play with the metaphor of like teenagers, like seduction type of thing. Like, oh, there's nothing greater than. There's nothing more tempting than seduction when in reality you'd just be like, fuck that, get away. Yeah. So did you want to bring up the mum better? But I think you did at the beginning. So her character development. Yeah, when she all of a sudden she 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 says to Bridget, like she picks Bridget up because Bridget's looking for Ginger, isn't she? Yeah. And she says like... Where's your sister? Yeah, she knows, she she's found the body and she knows that Bridget and Ginger, well, she assumes that they've killed a person. Yeah. And she's willing to burn down the house and start again with them. I the dad with it as well yeah that's what i said like i put what the fuck uh, no i put why is a mum saying she killed the dad like that's such a, a tw- I, i'd have understood if she was like we'll just run away but killing the dad as well that makes me think that, yeah that, she said bridget says what about then she's like you wouldn't understand that, that's what i mean is she's willing to kill the dad like that that to me just seems a bit way over the top burn down the house would have been like wow fair enough but we'll kill dad as well that makes me think what the fuck like, there's something wrong with her as well yeah th- yeah i would tend i would I would agree with that. And also the fact that he's on about... Um, that I mean, their marriage is never portrayed as particularly strong through the whole film. He sort of tells her to back off and starts, you know, and he's quite critical of her. And she's quite critical of him in turn. So it doesn't look like they've got a happy marriage anyway. But, you know, there's such a thing as divorce rather than... Yeah, killing someone. Kill, killing someone and burning down the house. But the mum is searching for her as well. Now... Bridget, this bit, and this bit's quite clever. I mean, it's very stupid of Bridget, but it's quite clever. So At, at first, I lost my head when I saw it, but then yeah, it but made a sense reason. a bit later on, yeah. So, Ginger, well, Bridget cuts herself, cuts Ginger's hand, and she says, you said that I wanted to be like you, now I am you. And they put the hands together, and that obviously turns, like, that's going to turn Bridget. I'm not quite sure about the time frame with this either. It seems that Bridget changed a lot quicker than yeah. Ginger did, whether it was because it was... Ginger's direct blood and 
Bridget's direct blood. I'm not quite sure how that whole concept works, but hey-ho. So Ginger and Bridget leave together, but then Sam ends up knocking Ginger out with a shovel because he doesn't know the plan. He just thinks that Bridget's like lost her head a bit and yeah. just wants to be with the sister. But she's like, no, that's the only way that she should have let me go me. back to the house. And so Sam's like, for fuck's sake, he's kicked off. And then after that, uh, Sam ends up putting Ginger in the back. But at this, and I thought this was very good as well. Ginger's transformation into the werewolf in the back of the car. I thought that was really well done. I mean, I know it was done in like flash clips, but I did think it was really good. Yeah, this is where she starts to transform full on. Yeah, she gets the full on transformation of a werewolf, and. The, she ends up breaking out of the van at the house and it's sort of like a whole little chase thing where they're all considering what to do and Sam says that he's going to go out because they've got the injection of monk's hood. But by this point, Bridget's really not feeling very well. Like Her hand's not working and it's healing up and stuff like that. She's got a fever and blah, blah, blah. But Ginger ends up tearing Sam apart and dragging him down to the yeah, basement. Yeah, absolutely fucking like the the layout. This big plan in the closet about how they're gonna do it as soon as he opens the door. <laughs> Sam gets Sam gets it. She uh, she destroys. And even it. though you don't see it, it's still quite a brutal sound in death. You hear Sam screaming, and it goes on for a good like thirty yeah, seconds. Yeah, the banging. Yeah, like, the banging. Repeated banging against the door as well, and Bridget's listening to it all. Yeah, and then and then this this part bugged me because uh, it becomes like a bit of a chasing between Bridget. Well, first is the important part where Bridget finds Sam and Ginger. Ginger, by this point, is a full-on werewolf. Ginger starts eating Sam's blood to try and say, like, I'll it's be okay, one of you. Yeah. yeah, I'm one of you. I'm with you this time. Again, just trying to convince her that she's not she's not a threat. She, she wants to be like her. And then she throws up and says, I can't do it. And Ginger finishes off Sam, like... Ah, see, I thought it was more... I thought Bridget, for that flickering time, you know, like when Ginger tore apart Norman the first time and she drank the blood, but then she threw it all up again. I thought that was Bridget's stage with Sam. See, I thought Bridget was just trying to convince her. Like, like the, the reason why the reason why Ginger doesn't do it to Bridget then is because she's saying, like, this is us now, like, prove to me that you are... Because yeah. remember that for all, all Ginger's aware of now, right, is that... Bridget said she wants to be with her. She's, she'll they'll do it together. They're, they've got a pack. The sisters. I'll be a werewolf as well with you. Then all of a sudden, she'll, all she'll know then is she's been knocked out and woke up in the back of a van. Yeah. So maybe the, I thought that this was her saying to Bridget, like, "Come on, then, are you with me? Do it. Drink his blood. Like, be, become one of me. Do what we." Oh do. no, I agree with that bit. But I thought Bridget wanted to do it. Did want to do it, but like when Ginger tore Norman apart and threw up in the toilet afterwards because she was so disgusted, I thought that was Bridget being like, oh my God, I can't believe what I'm doing. I, 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 I got the impression it was Bridget trying to convince her because that, that's why when she stands up, she's like, no, I can't do it. It could be either way. Yeah. It could work either way. But then this this is what pisses me off the chasing after the... I say chasing, it's very slow. Yeah, in the but bedroom. I just feel like she has so many times to stab the needle in it. I just feel like there's so many times you could just lean across and bang it in. Yeah. But, but then again, she she's scared and so... But it's frustrating. It was only frustrating because you can see it in a hand, and you can see the distance closing. And you just think she's sure she's going to attempt to whack it in at some point, but she never does. She never goes out with a needle. Yeah, and the final showdown in the room, Ginger ends up leaping for Bridget, but Bridget has a knife in her hand as well, and she doesn't mean to stab Ginger. Ginger jumps on her, and I suppose if you read into that, was it? was it ginger not wanting to be that way or was it just a pure coincidence i think i, mean, I think it was an accident yeah I but, think it, it was but at the same accident. time why is why is that killing a wolf if it can heal itself it wasn't in the throat it wasn't in the heart that's, it, that that's what i didn't get that's why because it was in the heart it was at the rib cage it was around where, the side one yeah it? but isn't that where a wolf's heart is I, I don't think so a cat's heart's here yeah so is a dog's like a dog's a dog's heart is in between its legs i, I just thought like it, it, all the, all they had to do to make that fine for me anyway, which I'm not, I don't think they're bothered about, was don't give it the healing powers that you did earlier on in the film. Just don't, just bandage them wounds up and get get on with the rest of the film. Like the fact that it's self healing makes me think like different if you slash its throat or stab it in the throat. But like it doesn't seem like it's a like a. I don't know. I think it's a little bit different because it was the werewolf scratching the human. And then the human healing over quickly, but I do see what you sort of mean. It is a bit. It's a bit. It's one of the weak. Sketchy. It's one of the weakest monsters in any horror film ever. If it can be taken out by one knife, yeah. That that is poor. But it's a really sad ending. It is, I it cried. Is, I cried. I, at I, the end. I said at the end, it? it it is a quite sad ending. Like because you see, like Ginger's breathing, and Bridget puts her head on her 
But then they also don't like ginger, so... And then the breathing stops. Yeah, but this, the bond between I know, I know them... what you mean. It, it was sad, but I wasn't sad because ginger died. It was just, it, it was just a bit of a well, sad she ending. she doesn't inject herself. No, no. End. Apparently there was a ginger three. Like, there there's was a three, th- there's two. Ginger snaps back, which is the sequel in it. Yeah, and then ginger snaps the beginning. And that's like, that one's set in like the 1500s, 1600s, which is really odd. So, but, and how has it gotten both in it? That's what I don't get. I don't know. But the second one, I, I did start to watch I watched, it at I watched some the trailer because I thought, I read I read that it was a prequel and I thought, well, surely you can't be the same actors and it is. So I was like, what mm. the fuck? It's a weird one. Maybe it was like Ancestors or something like that. Yeah, but, but I'm sure it's called, odd. I'm sure she's called Bridget and she shouts Ginger at, in the trailer, so. But yeah, the second one, it's, um, it's directly after Bridget's put in an asylum for well not sort of an asylum but like a rehabilitation thing for everything but she's still turning into a werewolf because she hasn't injected herself but yeah I couldn't find a trailer for it I found a trailer for it it's Ginger Snaps 2 if you put Ginger Snaps 2 trailer it'll come up so that was the movie I feel like I feel like we haven't ranted like this since since Patrick Wilson being a bad daddy in City even then that wasn't that bad <laughs> even then that wasn't that bad so behind the scenes what was the budget for this film 300,000 4.5 million fucking hell and how much did it make 24 million 572,781 dollars so this is the what first time it's but it made a lot in home sales so mm. it'll have made up for it by now definitely it's just when it came out in cinema it was uh, it was a bit of a flop. So, my behind-the-scenes facts this week. Catherine Isabel, who plays Ginger, and Emily Perkins, who played Bridget, have uh, they share some strange coincidences. They both auditioned on the same day for the characters. They were both born in the same hospital, attended the same preschool, attended the same elementary school, and the same private school. Uh, John Fawcett, who was the director, refused to have CGI effects in the film, opting for all creature effects to be done with prosthetics and makeup. Good. I know, you, you like your practical effects. The film was the fifth highest grossing Canadian film of 2001. Catherine Isabel's monster makeup took three hours to apply and 45 minutes to remove after shooting. Can you imagine being under all those... That's quite tame, though. I've heard of some films that was like, like the they're doing it for like eight hours, yeah, and it, it takes six hours to put on. It's a killer, that. Mm. Because of the film featuring teenagers in violent situations, they struggled to get funding, and it nearly wasn't made due to incidents like the Columbine high school shooting because it placed teenagers in violent situations, just like Scream 3. So, Kath, last one being, Catherine Isabel is actually four years younger than Emily Perkins, despite... Her playing the older sister. She does look older, film. to be fair. Do you, uh, so? Do you think that Bridget looked older than Ginger? Not in the film, but I feel like because you know the actors, I feel like she 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 was playing a role that was younger than what she was. Yeah, but yeah, Ginger was actually younger than Bridget in the film. Is, is Would you rather? Is it yours? Are you sure? Yep. So, quick thought: it's not Would you rather. I'm, I'm going to ask you to. Wow. Rank. I'm going to ask you. To, I'm going to ask you to rank. So sorry. <laughs> Rank rank three things. <laughs> I'm glad this is your edit. I'm gonna ask you to rank. You say three. you say I'm gonna. You say it like I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> uh, well, you're not gonna look at the size of them coughing, Jesus. <laughs> so, in terms of scariness and then survivability. Okay. Is that a so, word? Survivability. Survivability. I don't survival-y. know. So vampires, werewolves are. Um, just for you, Ghostface. So which? So one being so it's two ranking systems. So two separate ones. So one for her, and I'm gonna say it's it's Ginger Snaps Werewolf. Um, and we'll say Vampire Lost Boys Vampire. So which? Okay. Which are the hardest to survive? What's scariest? Blah blah blah. I mean, the the ones who survive the most, I presume, are vampires. I would go with. No, what what are you more likely to survive? Oh, what, what would am you, more if you was to, to get matched up against one, put in one of them films, which which one do you think you'd be best off surviving? Um, I'm trying to think of the attributes between of the Lost Boys. I mean, probably more likely to survive Ghostface, maybe. So you're saying Ghostface is third? Yeah. Because you've got them both. You've got the best chance of surviving against him. Yeah. Uh, second. I've got 
my middle ground would probably be the werewolf. So you think the hard quick as fuck. So you think the hardest to kill would be the vampires. Yeah. The second would be werewolf, third yeah. would be Ghostface. What about you? Uh I'd say I'd say the werewolves will be last. Hardest. Oh, e- easiest. easiest. Easiest to kill. Okay. Ghostface second, Lost Boys first. Yeah. I, I think the were- if if the werewolf followed traditional routines of werewolf, then it'd probably be a lot higher. But if you can just stab it with a knife, like, all it takes is a gunshot or to hit it with a car. Yeah, but it's whether it can, whether it gets you before you can. No, do but you can say that about anything. All you've got to do is sit there with a gun. I know it sounds easier than. But then scariness, what, what would you say scary? I'd say for me, scariness, Ghostface is the most scary. Werewolf probably second. Yeah, Lost Boys third. I would agree. I'd start so, with that. So what's your film this week? I've changed it from what I said earlier. Oh, yeah. The Belko Experiment. Ooh, different one. not a typical very, horror. Very, very different. I love that film. I've seen it. I've only ever watched it once, but I do yeah, really so, like it. But yeah, I agree with that. That should be good. And then there is an episode coming out Thursday. But all around plan. I don't know what it is It yet. just goes with the flow, does Ollie? I'll uh, I'll think of something. It'll be out by Thursday. It always is. <laughs> so hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.